Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. This is Pro Football Blitz with former Super Contest winners Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSAN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome in. It is the Pro Football Blitz right here on VSAN and VSAN.com, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Brady Cannon live at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada, and my partner, James Salinas. He's along here in studio as well as we carry on covering the opening week in the postseason. The playoffs are underway in the National Football League. James, great to see you again. Really enjoyed having you in studio here on Saturday, and you're back for more here on Sunday. Now, I had to go to a business function, a golf uh, party on Saturday night, and I couldn't hang out with you and Dan Miller, our producer. I dropped you guys off over here in the sports book with Derek Stevens. Did you guys make it out alive? That Okay, so I'm going to take absolutely no accountability or responsibility for my actions last night. I blame it all on Derek Stevens and Bill 80. Who, <laughs> who knew those guys were such party animals, especially? I mean, it was great. We had a great time last night hanging with Derek in his box and then going up to the Legacy. If you haven't been to Legacy, if you've been to Circa, you got to go up to Legacy. That's the first time I've been up there. Spectacular view- views and, uh, yeah, some really fine cocktail mixes as well. So we had a great time. It was a lot of fun and back. Happy to be back here with you again. I think Dan Miller was the smart one. He told me he left the party after about one drink, and uh, he's doing a lot better than the rest of us today. Um, let's check in on the San Francisco 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas closed as a three-and-a-half-point favorite with a total of 51-and-a-half. There were some threes out there at the close with heavy juice on the favorite, and I did see some 52s as far as the total. San Francisco went into halftime with a 16-to-7 lead, and right now the Dallas Cowboys just did a fake punt. They are trailing 23-to-7. There's about 13-and-a-half minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. And Dak Prescott and company operating from about midfield on first down. That is incomplete. So they'll have second and 10 here again, trailing 23 to 7, still about 13 minutes left in this ballgame. Well, and Dallas has been a mess. They look like they haven't practiced all week. Like this was a bye week for them, and they were on vacation during the preparation for this week coming into the playoffs. They've had 10 penalties so far through the basically through three quarters. They put themselves behind. I mean, they jumped off sides early to start the game. Really gave some San Francisco some momentum on their first drive. And it's just been, they just look completely out of whack here. They look rattled. Dak has not played well. Nothing down the field, per se. 15 out of 28 throwing the football. He's got another completion there, but took another shot. He's taken some pretty good shots from the San Francisco pass rush. 
Bosa did get hurt. He is out of this game with a concussion. That happened lat- latter part of the second quarter. But even still, this pass rush is still getting back, and there's no running game. Now you're down two scores. San Francisco knows they're going to have to throw the football. They're coming after it, and a lot of pressure on Dak Prescott. You talked about uh, Nick Bosa leaving this ball game, but you're right. They still have been able to get a lot of pressure on Dak Prescott, even with their best pass rusher out of this game. And you mentioned all the penalties that the Dallas Cowboys have had, and we talked about that in our preview of this game. This is the most penalized team in the NFL, and obviously the most penalized team left in the tournament here. And boy, I didn't really expect it to show its head like it has today, but that's really, I mean, you could go and look at this game and say the 49ers have uh, dominated in the trenches like we expected, the running game, that type of thing. Jimmy G's been very efficient. He has not turned the ball over. But the penalties to show up for Dallas uh, in this big stage here on their home field, uh, it's been a big factor in this game. It's not just been San Francisco beating them on the field. Dallas is beating themselves. Well, and you think about, you're talking about they lead the league in penalties. It comes to preparation. So many times in the NFL, these games are won and lost before the game starts. It's during the week of preparation. And it looks like, that's what I was saying, it looks like Dallas has, on both sides of the football, just been very sloppy. Penalties for one, turnovers, bad throws by Prescott. Prescott really looks rattled out there and has not been comfortable back there in the pocket because of that pressure and really no running game to speak of. You look at what they've done on the ground for Dallas, 18 carries, Brady, just 53 yards rushing. Absolutely. The uh, San Francisco 49ers in the first half, I believe there was a point where they had more first downs than the Cowboys had run offensive plays. Uh, And it hasn't looked completely dominant, I don't think, for San Francisco, James. They've had to settle for field goals a few times. Robbie Gould has been outstanding for San Francisco. And those were not drives that got all the way to the red zone. Those were long field goals, 50-plus yarders. So it's not like they really struck out in the red zone. San Francisco has been excellent in the red zone, too. Two for two, I believe, and they are the best team as far as red zone offense is concerned. So between the red zone offense for the 49ers and Robbie Gould, that's really been where it's come on offense for San Francisco. But, you know, you and I talked about this as well. We saw it, especially in the Rams game. San Francisco's defense has really turned it on here, I want to say, in about the last month or so. We didn't necessarily see it to begin the season, but DeMarco Ryans, who has filled in for Robert Sala, of course, Robert Sala, now the head coach of the New York York Jets, DeMarco Ryans, D'Amico Ryans, I should say, took over as defensive coordinator for San Francisco. It looks like he's found a rhythm with his side of the ball. Absolutely, and they're getting after it. You look at, so far, we're just pouring through the box score here, four sacks on Dak Prescott, as well as 10 other quarterback hits. So basically, and he's dropped back 31 times, so almost half the time he's dropped back, he's felt pressure, he's been tagged, he's been hit, he's been knocked down. And I think the lack of a running game here for Dallas, and this is just not the same Dallas team that we're used to seeing, Brady. This is, for years, it was that offensive line, ground and pound, Ezekiel Elliott, and we know Ezekiel is, he's had the knee injury, Pollard's been banged up too, but when you don't have even a threat of the running game and then you have the speed and the pass rush and the different schemes that we're seeing out of San Francisco to be able to get back there in the backfield and pressure Prescott, there has been no answer and no adjustment from the Cowboys. And we're already in the fourth quarter. Nothing to 
through three quarters from Dallas. You, of course, had a bet on Jimmy Garoppolo under his passing yards total. The number you got it at was 252.5. That was a pretty good number. We saw it uh, a little lower at about 250.5. And, and right now, Jimmy Garoppolo has 145 yards passing. Uh, again, just about 12 minutes left in this contest. And the way the ball game is now for San Francisco, James, your bet's looking pretty good. I don't know if Jimmy's going to have to throw for another 100 yards. No, nah, it'll be... If- Third down and short, move the sticks, move the chains, throw in the football. They're going to line up and continue to pound. I mean, Elijah Mitchell's 20 carries, only 77 yards rushing, but 20 carries. The commitment to running the football, Debo Samuel as well. Six carries for 48 yards, had that 26-yard touchdown run as well. I think here now, I do have that position on Garoppolo, but I got a much bigger position, Brady, honestly. On the under in this game, sitting at 51, didn't get the best of the number. I played it here at Circo, just rolled over a ticket. So it's a pretty big position here. That's where I'm sitting right now. That's where I'm really sweating. And yeah, 33 points through this game with, what, 12 minutes to go here in this fourth quarter. It's going to be a long 12 minutes here, Brady, my man, but this is a good (laughs) one. I'm excited. At least I'm on this side and not looking at trying to get over the hump here at 33 points total so far. Well, yeah, if the live market is any indication, you're definitely looking good as the live total is 43 and a half. The Niners are 11 and a half point favorites in the line uh, live market. Again, 43 and a half for your total. The Dallas Cowboys did just add a field goal there. So now 23 to 10 is your score. Jimmy Garoppolo and company will start on offense with about 11 and a half minutes left in the ball game. And James, you talked about Elijah Mitchell, 20 carries for 77 yards currently and that was another prop bet that you and I talked about on the preview show of the Pro Football Blitz and there's Jimmy G finally hitting George Kittle I believe that's George Kittle's first catch of the day that'll be a first down so 49ers the offense continues to move here with 11 and a half minutes left in the ball game but we talked about Elijah Mitchell his rushing yards total was at 82 and a half He's five and a half yards away from going over than that, uh, going over that number. And with this amount of time left in the game, and them trying to run the ball and crank the clock out down to triple zero here, I think you're looking good if you took the over on that bet. Yeah, absolutely. You know he's going to get more touches here just to get those five yards. I want to see. I'm watching the play clock here. I think if anything, we talked about Dan Quinn reuniting here with Shanahan opposite sidelines and just thinking about that Super Bowl a few years back when they had that big lead as Atlanta Falcons coaches back then running the foot or using the clock or not really utilizing that play clock going too soon with it. Now they're snapping the ball with like three, four seconds on the play clock. We'll see if they continue to grind this ball down. We got another flag out here. Been a lot of flags in this game, Brady. Yeah, I I didn't see the latest count, but there's a holding call on San Francisco, and that comes following about a 12-yard run out of the backfield for Debo Samuel, so that will come back. Uh, But it seems Kyle Shanahan has finally learned his lesson, maybe. Uh, Of course, the 28-3 lead that they had over the Patriots in the Super Bowl, and then the Super Bowl just a few years ago in 2019 against the Kansas City Chiefs. They were dominating that game and doing it so with the running game that Shanahan is so famous for, his uh, running skill that he has really become one of the best at in the NFL, and it's shown here today in this game against Dallas. Now you just hope he's not going to get away from it because he did get away from it against that uh, Kansas City Chiefs team, and that really burned him. Well, and don't get too cute right now. What? Do what got you here. Do what works. Play to your strengths rushing the football. We did have a holding call on San Francisco, so that moved him back. Spot foul. Now it's first and 15, and another hammer to Samuels for about four yards here. 
All right. Well, the 49ers' commitment to the run game continues, and now we're at the 10-and-a-half-minute mark. Uh, They would like nothing more than to just go on a big, long drive here, James. We saw them do that against the Los Angeles Rams last week where they went on a drive in the second half where they had 10 consecutive rushing plays, and that really ate up the clock. It finished in a touchdown for Debo Samuel throwing a touchdown pass. Uh, I'm sure they'd like a similar recipe here to basically put a nail on the coffin for this ball game. And uh, you with, uh, again, under 51 looking pretty good. You want the uh, the 49ers to follow that recipe as well. Yeah, well, that, and that was kind of the thinking going into the handicap and the bet here was this is what they're going to do. They're going to want to run the football. Anytime we're running the football, it's going to grind clock. And I think we've got a turnover here. Was that an interception from Jimmy G here? Well, there is a flag on the play. It was an interception from Garoppolo. Uh, I'm not sure what the flag on the play is. It looks like the 49ers are taking their helmets off and maybe heading to the sidelines. The Dallas fans are cheering here. Here's the referee with the call. It's a holding on San Francisco. Uh, So Dallas will get the ball with a turnover. Nine minutes and 37 seconds left. They twirl by 13 points, 23 to 10. San Francisco in front and Dallas with the ball in San Francisco territory. Looks like they'll have the ball at about the 50-yard line or so. We'll come back with more. Keep tabs on the Niners and the Cowboys on the Pro Football Blitz. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN has a great new offer to help you make this your best betting year ever. Our all-new Big Game Big Dance special provides VSIN Plus all access to everything we do from now through April the 5th for only $69. Sign up now and get our daily best bet emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming Big Game and College Hoops betting guides, plus full access to vsin.com with our exclusive betting splits breakdowns on every game. It's one of the most exciting betting seasons of the year, so don't miss out on one of the best deals of the year. Visit vsin.com slash big deal 
like to sign up today. It was a big deal there in the football game between the San Francisco 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas intercepting Jimmy Garoppolo with about nine and a half minutes left in this ball game. We were just talking about what a clean game it was for Jimmy G, but uh, he has been prone to throw turnovers as of late uh, as he has done three out of the last four games on the road and add another one to that tally for Jimmy G as the Dallas Cowboys have it second and goal now about eight and a half minutes left in the game they are trailing 23 to 10 San Francisco remains a six and a half point favorite in the live market James in your total you're still looking good you've got under 51 and right now the live number is 46 and a half thinking about where San Francisco is right now though Brady two best defenders on this team not in this game as we went to break that last play tv timeout was because warner went down fred warner middle linebacker went down did not look good holding his knee we'll see what his status is we already know both of their best pass rusher out of this game with a concussion so not only for the remainder of this game but also what is that going to look like if san francisco advances and moves on to next week what's their defensive situation going to look like and San Francisco had another good pass rush going there, but Dak Prescott able to escape and run for the score. So Dallas now makes it 23-16. to 16. I imagine they will kick the extra point here and try and make it a six-point ball game, but uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, probably the two very best players on the San Francisco defense, if not the entire NFL. Fred okay. Warner is considered maybe the best linebacker in the NFL, and absolutely Nick Bosa, certainly one of the best pass rushers in the NFL. So they they may still hold on to win this game, James, but going forward, are you going to be able to beat the Green Bay Packers without those two players? Well, I don't, obviously not. I mean, you got to get, if you're playing the Packers and, you know, Aaron Rodgers, you're going to have to get pressure and now you're going to be depending, potentially losing both of those players. We'll see. I know Bosa is going to have to go through the concussion protocol, but I don't want to jump ahead too fast here, Brady. Yeah, we got this a is a one game. score game now, and you still have Jimmy Garoppolo on this side with San Francisco. And that was why I just couldn't get there. I don't trust either of these quarterbacks. And I know for, for Garoppolo, Shanahan's going to try to limit his exposure of having to make throws. It was an open play. It was just a really poor throw, again, from Jimmy G. He missed a big one on third down, a wide open receiver a couple drives back. Great play design from Shanahan. Wide open player. I don't remember who it was. They took advantage of Diggs. I think it was Ayuk. Was it? I think they probably another double move on Diggs. He's been beat a couple times today on some doubles. We know he's a gambler there, but... Still Jimmy G back here, and now where does the pressure fall on with San Francisco? Going to have to run the football. How much does Shanahan now trust Jimmy Garoppolo in this situation with, what, eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter, only up one score? Yeah, the final eight minutes of the fourth quarter as Dallas gets ready to kick it off back to San Francisco, trailing by six points, 23-17, to your score right now. The live market, San Francisco, a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Your total ticks up to 47 and a half. We'll keep on our eye on this game as we roll on here, James. But about an hour from now, you've got the 9-7-1 Pittsburgh Steelers visiting the 12-5 Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium. And this time around, the Pittsburgh Steelers will once again dress up as big underdogs. It was just a few weeks ago that they fell to the Kansas City Chiefs 36-10, to 10, and the game really wasn't even that close. It's really kind of a minor miracle here that Pittsburgh is in the postseason, but Roethlisberger and Mike Tomlin find a way to get it done once again. Uh, it was kind of interesting where my numbers came out on this game. I made the original number 7.5, and, and then when I dove into the stats, I came out with the Chiefs minus 1.5 and, and the Chiefs minus 3.5. Their stats really just don't give that team 
a lot of love. But right now in the market, it is ticked up. It was pretty much 12 and a half all week. But now the Chiefs are laying the full 13 points. Your total is at 46 and a half. I really don't think you and I, either of us, are involved in this game. I am not. Nothing yet. We'll see how these tickets roll out. A couple cup of tickets right here in my pocket. I'm <laughs> you saved a few bullets? <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, man, I think with, with Pittsburgh – just, I just don't trust that offensive line going into Arrowhead in this matchup. We know it's going to be loud. It's going to be raucous in there. It's the late game. Everybody's going to be running to the window, maybe myself included here. <laughs> uh, but but this, that young offensive line going on the road into Arrowhead, we know communication is going to be an issue. It's going to be loud there. How does that young offensive line hold up in this situation, especially early? Because we know we've seen it with Kansas City, and we saw it in that game back a few weeks ago in Arrowhead where – and it was just a one-way street. Complete domination the first half, 23 to nothing. Kansas City led at the break. And I think here, can this offensive line hold up? I'm leaning towards the under here, Brady, because I don't trust that offensive line. Don't trust Big Ben to make big plays down the field throwing the football. That's just not where he's at anymore in his career. It's a lot of short passes, a lot of underhand passes, it almost seems like, because his yards per completion and yards per attempt are so low. And I think in this situation... I think I'm going to lean towards the under in this matchup if I play anything. But yeah, to your point, no plays as of yet. Well, the only thing that scares me a little bit about playing the under in that game is neither of these teams run the ball too well. We know, and you talk about Pittsburgh's struggles with the offensive line. Kansas City has some problems on their offensive line as well. They've got, I believe, a third string player in there at right tackle uh, who will be matched up with T.J. Watt. Uh, the the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers are dead last in defending the run, and Kansas City is 21st in the league in defending the run. But we know how much Pittsburgh, I mean, what's Ben slinging the ball around the yard now? 40, 50 times? Right. And, and we know Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes will have a healthy Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill in this ball game. Uh, so that scares me a little bit. You figure Pittsburgh's not going to score a whole lot of points. Right, And and if they're going to show up in this game, it's going to have to be with defense. So maybe that's how you can make a case for the under. And I'm looking here now. Let's pull up looking at the first half and the first half sitting at 23 and a half. Do we see if if this game starts to get away from Pittsburgh like it did in the first game where they were down and being shut out in that first half last time in Kansas City? Do we see garbage points in this game? I mean, with the spread where it is, is indicative of, yeah, it's going to be Kansas City going to be ahead if if we're looking at where this number is at 12 and a half. I just still feel like in this matchup here, Pittsburgh, do we want to trust Big Ben to have to make some throws down the field and have to put points on the board? I I, I just feel like this is not where it's going to be. Kansas City has been very dominant at home the second half of the season defensively, and I think that's where it continues to feel like this is going to be the opportunity for me to get involved in this game. I'm not going to play the side. I'm definitely not laying 12 and a half here. Don't lay those big kind of numbers in the NFL, especially come playoff time. And I know you talked about it, Brady. Pittsburgh pretty fortunate to be where they're at. But they did what they had to do. They won their football game. A lot of things had to go their way for them to be able to be in this position. Uh, and I feel like, yeah, there's nothing to lose. But that doesn't mean that they're going to go out there and be reckless with the football Got to be conservative. I know they feel like they're going to have to win this game on the defensive side. You're not going to get into a shootout going into Arrowhead against Patrick Mahomes. So I feel like there's going to be more ground game for Pittsburgh, which leans to the under. The game now in Dallas is under the five-minute mark, second and seven for Jimmy G and the 49ers as they are operating from their own 45-yard line, and that pass will fall incomplete. So four, No, oh. it's complete. It's complete. And I, George Kittle, I Tossed guess he up. caught it. 
that, that's an interesting play there. I, it, it could be a fumble. I, I thought the pass was incomplete. Uh, four minutes and 29 seconds left in this ball game. If that is a Cowboys recovery, they will have the ball right at about midfield, trailing by six points in this ball game. And it looks oh. like, yeah, that ball hit the ground. So that is an incomplete pass. That's what I thought it was at well, the beginning. Yeah. I'm not quite sure why Kittle even picked it up. Well, on a terrible throw, he throws it as, as a one hopper. Yeah. You play and he's turn trying to twist the double play right there. There's Jimmy <laughs> G. But he played baseball as a kid. I mean, this is a terrible throw. Throws it behind him. Yeah, it's totally on the ground. That is not a catch. So this should be waved off incomplete. But another bad throw. I just feel like we're watching Jimmy G right now. It feels like he's melting down. Third and seven with four and a half minutes to go. A first down here would be very big for San Francisco. Um, you talk about playing the under for this game, Kansas City and Pittsburgh at 46 and a half. You mentioned the first half total at 23 and a half. The Pittsburgh Steelers, very worst team in the league in scoring in the first quarter at just 2.2 points per game in the first quarter. Conversely, Kansas City, the very best team in the league in points scored in the first quarter at 7.6. Pittsburgh, 6-11 and on the year, going under the total in the first half. And looking, so I'm looking at that first quarter number. You're sitting here, it's Kansas City minus 3.5. It's juiced towards the, the dog here with the Steelers. The total for the first quarter, or first quarter, excuse me, and the total is nine and a half. Do we want to get involved with this first quarter? I don't think I want to do that. Uh, I think I'd rather, if I'm going to do it, I think I'd rather stay with the first half and or the game as far as the total is concerned. Can we talk ourselves into playing and taking this number with Pittsburgh with a big number, a double-digit dog on the road? Well, you know, we have seen this trend. Uh, we talked about it again on our preview show. In the wild card round, the team that covers the spread wins the game outright. So that has held true for every game that has taken place so far. The Niners trying to continue that trend right here as Jimmy G throws over the middle and almost threw another pick again. Four and a half minutes still to go in this game. And guess what, James? Another flag. We'll update you on what happened on the other side when we come back. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back into the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you and some drama unfolding in Big D. The Dallas Cowboys trailing the San Francisco 49ers with just under three minutes left to go in regulation. 23-17 to 17 is your score right now, and Dallas forced the 49ers to punt. The Niners had a fourth and one situation from about their own 45-yard line, and Kyle Shanahan chose to take a delay a game. There was another penalty. They backed up another five yards, and then they just punted it back to Dallas. Dak Prescott and the Cowboys will have two minutes and 42 seconds left to go. James, it looked like uh, they're going to start around their own 20-yard line. Is that correct? Just inside the 20, maybe around the 15. So full length of the field for Dak Prescott to go. I think they've, they've got all three timeouts, 242 remaining. You're down one score. Thing with San Francisco, two best players. I don't know if Warner came back on. Haven't seen that yet. I suspect he didn't, considering how he was holding his knee. But 
No Bosa right now on the field. No Warner on the field. Going to have some backups having to step up and make some plays. So first and 10, Prescott throws incomplete. The uh, live line is currently off the board here. 23-17. to 17. Again, San Francisco leads. Now just about two and a half minutes left in this ball game. Your live total I saw at 48 and a half. So a little bit of a sweat there for you, Mr. Salinas, uh-huh. as I know you're holding that ticket with under 51. Second and 10 for the Dallas Cowboys. Let's get to our game show here. Everybody's favorite game show here on the Pro Football Blitz. Consider it, book it, or drop it. All right, here we are for Consider It, Book It, or Drop It, another edition. I will read a mystery team stat sheet here. James will try and guess who that team is, and then we will decide if we want to consider making a bet, booking a bet on it, or completely dropping making any bet on this particular team. And we're going to talk about the market here for when a team will be eliminated from the pay, from the playoffs, the stage of elimination, if you will. Will they lose in the divisional round, what have you? So I'll start with number uh, the first team here, and this team has gone one and one against their current opponent in the wild card round, outscoring them by ten points. They will be a away dog by just over a field goal. Their offense scores over twenty six points per game, and they finished eleventh in the NFL in that regard. Also, their defense eleventh in the NFL, allowing twenty one and a half points per game. To lose in the divisional round, this team's odds earlier today were plus 260. We're talking about Cardinals? Yes, okay. the Cardinals. All right. Uh, gosh, so, I mean, you're, you're a small dog, three-and-a-half-point dog, going here to Los Angeles on the road. But you're familiar with this team. It's a divisional team. Amosity there, too. I love these divisional matchups in the playoffs. But this is a team with Arizona going on the road here that – has got to feel confident. They've been tremendous on the road all season long, and the fact that they already went in earlier, and it was very early in the season, but went in and really pasted the Rams in Los Angeles here. I mean, if you're looking to do that, what was the number again, Brady, with Plus that? 260, and it's to lose in the divisional round, so they would have to get past the Rams, mm-hmm. and then I'm guessing that would put them probably up against uh, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, and I can't see them going on the road to win at Tampa Bay. So if you think they're going to win... Maybe that's the better bet here as opposed to if they, taking the Rams plus the number. What is looking at the their Probably about money line right now. 35. Right? Yeah, it's um, pulling up slowly. Sorry here. This is kind of crawling along. It's, plus, it's actually plus 160 to Ooh. win this game money line here. Yeah, and then plus 220. I could... We could consider that. I, th- I think that the Cardinals have a really great chance to win this game in Los Angeles. I definitely don't feel the same if they advance and go and have to play right. at Tampa. Right, and getting better than two and a yeah. half to one, yeah, I-, I would consider it as well. All right, team number two here, waiting on their opponent for their matchup next week. This team is looking to go past the game they were eliminated in last year. Their offense scores 26.5 points per game, which is 10th best in the NFL. Their defense also in the top half of the league at 13th, allowing just under 22 points per game. To lose in the championship round, the odds as of earlier today were plus 180 on this team. Talking about Tennessee? Who are we talking about? Green Bay. Green Bay. Green Bay oh, Packers. Because they lost. the champion in the, right. in the NFC Championship. 
Yeah, I'm, to lose next week. No, we, to lose in the championship the ch- round. Um, plus 180. You know, I think about the Packers here, and yeah, how much did that motivate them? Obviously, they're going to be motivated. You have home field advantage again, going in the same situation that they had last year. And if it, let's just say it's uh, the seeds play out as they stand, right. and it's yeah. Tampa going back on Right, on so Tampa the Bay's, what, what's their money line going to be to beat the Packers, right? right? Pro- probably in that same neighborhood, Something I would guess. Something like that. So I probably wouldn't play that right now. It's too early because you still have to get through the divisional game to, to boot. And, yeah, if it's Arizona or wh- whoever it is, you still have to win that game. And then back-to-back, I wouldn't consider. Yeah, I, I think the price, you're, you're not gaining any advantage no. by buying it now, in my estimation, because the underdog in the championship round at Lambeau Field, if that's the way it plays out, is likely to be plus 150, maybe yeah. even two to one. Who, who knows yep. what it's going to be, but I don't think you're getting an advantage by buying on that market right now on the Packers. Also, team number three here. They are also one and one going against their opponent in the regular season. And this team has bought it all in on making the Super Bowl with limited draft capital for the upcoming years. Their offensives has scored over 21 or excuse me, over 27 points per game. That was seventh best in the NFL. Their defense middle of the pack, allowing just under 22 points per game to lose in the wild card mm-hmm. round. This team's odds earlier today were plus 160. So we're talking about the Rams. Yeah, there yes. you go. That well, there's I'm, your there's your money line price on that, the Cardinals. And that's exactly right? what it is right yeah. now that I'm looking at it. I mean, I consider that losing in the wild card I round because I'm really leaning towards. I like the number better when you're talking about getting the dog and getting the three and a half as far as the Cardinals are concerned. But I, to your point, you've talked about it. Get the numbers. Who's going to win the game? Because the spread really hasn't yeah. come into play. Either way, if you're thinking it's if the Cardinals are going to win plus 160, I can consider that because I really do like the Cardinals in this spot. I think I may like the Cardinals uh, uh, bet here the best uh, of the three to lose in the divisional round plus 260 on the Arizona Cardinals as Dak Prescott going back on fourth and 11, oh. and that falls just incomplete. Tried to hit Cedric <laughs> Wilson there. He was open. That Yeah, he was. He uh, ended up getting behind the defense. A great pass rush effort there by San Francisco to force Dak Prescott to throw off of his back foot there. Uh, but with a minute and 42 left and the 49ers turning Dallas over on downs, they should be able to take a knee and uh, run the clock out. Dallas does still have at least a couple, t- all three. I, I think they have all three timeouts, okay. so it's not done yet. We're not to triple zero yet, Brady. Not just yet. Yeah, and you've got that under 51. Mm. So 23 to 17, your current score right now. San Francisco out in front. Again, just a minute 42 left in this ball game. And the live line, are you seeing a live line? Mine is down here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking at BetMGM, and they have not updated it okay. yet. San Francisco, first and 10 from about uh, their own 48-yard line, and Jimmy G will hand off. There's another yard or two for Elijah Mitchell, who, by the way, James, did go over on his yardage total as far as uh, the prop bet was at 82 and a half yards. And right now, Mitchell has about 92 yards for the ball game on 24 rushing attempts. And he's going to get a couple more here. They're trying to grind this clock out. Yes, Dallas has. They just used their first timeout. So this game's not over, but as far as Elijah Mitchell, he's going to – I think Shanahan, does he want to have put the ball into Jimmy G's hands any longer? He I may think. have to one more time. <laughs> the only time it's going to be in his hands is to hand the football off. At least that's what I'm hoping. 
Yeah, you don't, you don't think, well, I mean, there could be a situation where a third and long or whatever comes up, but I think he probably will continue to go with the running game. And certainly that was, you know, that was kind of the handicap all week coming in. We figured the Niners were going to have an advantage. And there's Fred Warner. I just saw Fred Warner on the sidelines. What a boost of, uh, you know, what good news that is for the San Francisco 49ers if he's walking around and apparently uh, looks good enough to play on defense. Well, he wasn't out there for that last play. He was on the sideline as a cheerleader. You can see him. He was bouncing around a little bit, but I also did see him limping a little bit when he was going out to congratulate his teammates after that stop. Well, he was certainly writhing in pain when Mm -hmm. we saw him uh, go down on the field with that injury. So it looks like maybe no worse for the wear. For Fred Warner, and that's another penalty on Dallas, Mr. (laughs) Salinas. Another penalty on Dallas, and I believe you said uh, when we were off the air at the last break, they had 13 penalties. That's 14 or 15 penalties now on the Dallas Cowboys in this game. Well, and that one just now it's an automatic first down. They still have two timeouts, but now that allows you to run at least another 40 seconds on that third down off this clock. Killer penalties all game long for McCarthy sitting there looking up in the headlights with his mouth wide open. Can't believe it. Well, maybe you should have had your guys a little more prepared during the week. I'm a little surprised, uh, but they still do not have a live line. I understand there's only a minute and a half left in this ball game, but you think they would still have something up. I don't know if they have maybe just pulled it off the board here entirely. I'm looking at BetMGM. Uh, obviously, San Francisco currently hanging on to a six-point lead, and you've got a total of 40 points on the board, 23-17, to 17, and we've got another stoppage of play here. The 49ers, another flag thrown on the field. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all of our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Go to VEASAN.com slash podcast. Get Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Hardwood Handicappers, the Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, Coast to Coast Hoops, and many more. They're all free and available now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be right back. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. This is the Pro Football Blitz with Brady Cannon and James Salinas on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. 
Well, it's coming down to the nitty-gritty here in Big D, Mr. Salinas. A great play call by Kyle Shanahan and the San Francisco 49ers as they were facing third and 10. We were wondering if that was going to be a situation where he'd ask Jimmy G to throw the ball. Uh, Certainly not. They kept it on the ground, but a very creative way to run the ball. Debo Samuel on an end around, and he gets the first down, a gain of 10 yards. They came out and measured, and it was just across the line to gain and San Francisco now with a minute left and Dallas out of timeouts. Now they will be able to kneel on this one, Mr. (laughs) Salinas. And uh, I know at the next commercial, I'm probably going to see you run to the window. I think so. Well, I think there'll be a lot of people in line at that <laughs> to that point. But you see the San Francisco sideline players over there waving goodbye to all the Cal Pie fans. Later, there's your season. Party's over because now with just a minute to go, no timeouts for Dallas. Take a knee. It's done. And the trend does uh, continue indeed. We've had four games now. This one is not quite a final, but uh, we've had four wild card games this weekend, and every single one, the team that covered the spread has won the game outright. And uh, it's been favorites so far. The Cincinnati Bengals covered as six-point favorites over the Las Vegas Raiders. The Buffalo Bills absolutely thrashed. The New England Patriots as four-and-a-half or five-point favorites. And then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers took care of business against the Philadelphia Eagles. They closed as about seven or seven-and-a-half-point favorites. And here you have the underdog. It looks like they're going to get the outright win as three-and-a-half-point underdogs. Well, so if that's the trend, we're looking at Kansas City and Pittsburgh. Yeah. Do we forget the 12-and-a-half? We want to fire on Ka- Steelers are a plus a nickel here. We want to take plus wow. 500 to go on the road in, in Kansas City. I mean, it's the biggest spread on the board. We know that. So it's a huge money line. I I think I'll buck that trend here. I don't know if I'm going to get involved with that to well, that extreme. Well, let's see what you think about the final game of Wild Card Weekend. It's been such a fun weekend. Playoff football on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday night. The Monday nighter will feature the Arizona Cardinals traveling to SoFi Stadium to take on the Los Angeles Rams. And very similar to the Patriots and Bills situation, both of these teams have beaten one another in the other team's building. And it seems like Arizona, this would be their comfort zone. They're 8-1 and one straight up and against the spread on the season on the road. And that's where they will be down in Los Angeles where they beat the Rams earlier this season. I made this number three in favor of the home team Rams. My deeper looks into the stats came up Rams minus six and a half and Rams minus two. We saw this open Rams minus four or four and a half, and currently it is at Rams minus three and a half. So the Cardinal money has been trickling in. Your total is now at 50. Wild card weekend will finish up in the NFC West. Where are you going with this one? I think I'm leaning towards the Cardinals here with how they performed on the road, getting out of Arizona. They play, they've already won in Los Angeles early in the season, so the team's going to come in confident. Now we know DeAndre Hopkins not going to be available for this game. That's a big loss, and he's been out for a while, so no expectations for them to be able to, knowing how they've been playing without him over the last few weeks, but don't come into this. Don't They're not rolling into the playoffs with a lot of momentum. Losing last week to Seattle, didn't I think they've lost four out of their last five games to close out the season, did the Arizona Cardinals, but I just look at the matchup here with the Rams, and it's particularly in the back end of that secondary, no safeties. I mean, they went out and had to pick up Eric Watt, Eric Weddle to come out of retirement. He retired in 2019. Now he's going to step back out on the field and play. Hadn't played a game in two years. Now you're going to step out and have to start at a playoff level speed. I just think that's going to be a struggle. 
What are we going to see out of? I was kind of thinking, yeah, so three and a half here. I do like, uh, I'm continuing. I'll just talk myself into it like we do a lot of times, Brady. <laughs> just, the more we talk or I'm talking to myself here, I, I'm, I'm not going to take the Rams. Side. I'm going to put it that way. I haven't played anything yet, but I'm not interested in the Rams. I haven't liked this Rams team all season long, and I'm one that's, I'm not a big believer in you go out and buy, trying to buy a championship. They're spending the they made the move in the offseason, getting Matthew Stafford. Uh, and we know Aaron Donald's is a tremendous player, so he gets paid his worth for sure. But making some plays and some trades during the during the regular season, getting OBJ to come over as well as Vaughn Miller. And it feels like they've kind of just played to say, hey, we've got on paper, we've got so much star power here that that just means we're going to vault and be able to be the leader of the NFC to get to the Super Bowl. But you can't buy chemistry, Brady. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes you, you get these high-priced players, and they're tremendous players, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's your guaranteed to win football games. And I think the other side is kind of fires up your opponent. All right, you're going to get all this high-priced talent, even more motivation to get out there and beat beat that. We're talking about the Rams and how really I just feel like it's just a soft football team. It's a very finesse football team, no running game whatsoever. And I think for the Cardinals here, yeah, they've struggled to close out the season the last month, but this is a good matchup for the Cardinals. In particular, we talk again about the safeties, both starting safeties out for the L.A. Rams. The San Francisco 49ers and Dallas Cowboys, it is not finished yet. They reviewed that spot on Debo Samuel's run. They remeasured, and they determined San Francisco was literally about an inch short. So San Francisco is lining up to go for it here. They've put a couple extra seconds back on the clock. You've got 103 now left in regulation, and it looks like Jimmy G and company will be lining up for fourth, and they're saying fourth and inches. I think it's fourth and an inch. (laughs) I imagine you would see Jimmy G sneak this ball, James, and then that will end this ball game. Yeah, you have to here. You don't want to take a chance on having to step back and hand the football off here. When you're talking about we're one inch, two inches here, Got to be able to get that. So sneak the football. Do not have Jimmy G. I don't want him throwing the football for one. No. I don't even want him to have to try to hand execute a handoff at this point. Just sneak the ball for for two inches and let's go cash this ticket. Brady. And Kyle Shanahan, a good move there. He lets the play clock tick down mm-hmm. to 38 seconds now and then calls a timeout. So now they will line up and try fourth and an inch and put this game away. You talked about no DeAndre Hopkins for the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, they're one and four, like you said. They are one and four straight up and against the spread in their last five games. Now, the seven games that they have played without DeAndre Hopkins, their offense has dipped to just 20 and a half points scored per game. This will also be the very first playoff game for Kyler Murray, their young quarterback, and Cliff Kingsbury, their young coach. Um, I think that probably factors into the handicap a little bit. Uh, It's a new stage. I mean, we saw what happened to Mac Jones as a rookie quarterback. Now, Kyler Murray's not a rookie, but it is something I imagine a little different. Your first playoff game for coach and quarterback. Absolutely. So I think for them, what does that look like for the first quarter of the game? Can they get some nerves? Maybe that's where you'd look at. We talked about totals and looking at some of these totals in this game. I don't think... For Arizona, this is going to be, let's step out there and start slinging it right away. Let's get the running game going. We should have James Conner back out there, and I think with Chase Edmonds as well. Because they've been beat they've been beat up. They've been beat up in the backfield. Uh, they've also, some of those games that they lost, they were really banged up on the defensive side too. But this team has gotten healthier now, has the Arizona Cardinals. Looking at this number, you talked about it going up to 49.5. The first half is sitting at 24 Man, I may be inclined to get involved with that total. Usually what I do is if I'm going to play a side, I'm not going to play the total within the same game. 
games. I don't okay. want to yeah. be rooting against myself and for myself. I got right. Arizona, but right. I don't want points. I don't want Arizona to score, but I do need them to score because I got to cover the number. Uh, I, I'm still. I'm probably going to stay away this, from this total, but I can see a conservative game plan early for Arizona, just knowing for both young coach as well as young quarterback. Let's not do anything to put ourselves behind early. Let's be a little conservative with it. Get the nerves. Get get take a couple hits. Take a couple rattle hits, and then let's start playing football. So maybe that total sitting at 24. If that moved to 24 and a half, I might look to play the under in the first half. And another interesting development, this game will never end. The San Francisco 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys on fourth and inches. Jimmy G did sneak the ball, and it looked like a clear conversion on fourth and short. And then the referees whistled for false start, making it fourth and five. I looked at the replay. I did not see any 49er lineman move at all. But nonetheless, San Francisco has punted it to Dallas. The punt went into the end zone, and the Cowboys now with no timeouts and 32 seconds seconds trailing 23 to 17 we'll try and win this ball game James I mean quite a I mean it was the last I mean we not long ago we had a minute left in this game and it's taken about 20 minutes to get to get to 32 seconds shame on me Brady shame on me saying it's over the the San Francisco players on the sideline were waving goodbye to the fans saying party's over and it's not over 24 seconds looks like about a 20 yard completion right now from Prescott there Dallas is up to the 40 Man, it's, it's never over till it's over. However, the fact that it's sitting at 23 to 17, unless they, and, and we know how things happen in the NFL. It's never over until we see all triple zeros hit out there and we see that F for final. But I don't want it to come down to an extra point if, in fact, Dallas actually makes a play here and is able to pull this out with 24 seconds left on the clock. And still no live line. It looks like mm-hmm. they just have taken it down yep. here. When we got inside about two minutes, there uh, was no live line to be seen here as Prescott throws out in the flat uh, to Tony Pollard. Looks like he'll get a first down there. He gets out of bounds, and now 18 seconds left, and the Cowboys are at midfield. And this would be a brutal loss, and it would go once again in the uh, resume of Kyle Shanahan <laughs> if this uh, Dallas Cowboy team were be able to get in the end zone here, kick an extra point, and win this game by one point. Uh, we will update you on the other side when we come back. Again, Dallas at midfield with 18 seconds left. They do have a first and 10, and Dak Prescott is going to complete another one. That looks like about a nine-yard gain. He gets out of bounds. 14 seconds left, second down at the 40-yard line of San Francisco coming up. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. 